As one of my favorite writers and philosophers, Rumi writes, life is a balance of holding on and letting go. What you may struggle with is not in being aware that this concept is true, but in knowing when to let go. With so many decisions you're faced with in life, it can be a challenge to know when to pull the plug. Whether it's your relationships, work, situations that arise in life, or the thoughts you tell yourself, I've figured out a solution. When you tune in and connect with your inner self and strengthen that relationship, the easier you'll find it to decipher the options at hand and whether they're in true alignment with you. Welcome to the Pave Your Paradise podcast. I'm Mandy Ross, international media personality, speaker, writer, life cheerleader, and coach. Each episode, I'll share a guest or an idea to help you blast through your limiting beliefs, nourish your soul, and connect with yourself to take your relationships, health, business, and life to a next level. We don't play small. We're meant for great things. We take our struggles and turn them into slam dunk successes. This is the place for you to create your best you so you can pave your personal path to paradise. Are you with me? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in to the last podcast of 2019. And of course, for all of your podcast support. You rock and I feel grateful for you. Every day I read your reviews and I see your subscriptions, shares, and see your podcast love on social media. And it means the world to me for me to empower you to create your dream life. And I feel honored for you to be spending your time here with me. I want to know which episodes you're tuning into and your meaningful takeaways. When you share them, it lets me know what I should create more of for you. So send me a snapshot on social media and tag Mandy J. Ross and Pave Your Paradise on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the places. So positive news for you. I launched my first Pave Your Paradise YouTube video last week, so go check it out. And I also launched my Patreon page recently. It's now up and I'm ready to serve you even more through it. I have my first community of patrons and I'd love you to be in it too. There's lots of additional resources I share on it. So to join the official Pave Your Paradise community, where you'll be receiving tons of self-growth, self-love, and self-connection tips, techniques, and tools for your personal development toolbox to connect with me in live group calls, sweat, soul, and yoga sessions, and private coaching, plus be supporting the podcast and me on my self-love mission, please visit my new page up at www.patreon slash Mandy J. Ross. And now, da-da-da-da! for today's episode. Are you with me? (laughs) Of course you are. Let's do it. First off, happy holidays to you. Since this is my last episode of the year and decade, I wanted to create something extra sweet for you. Given that I'm releasing it right before the new year, I feel so inspired and excited to share some of my biggest lessons learned this year, as well as helping you have your best 2020, aka best year yet. 
Okay, so I'm just going to get right into it. Today's show is on how to raise your standards for your best 2020. I'll be breaking the episode down into five ways to do that, sharing on some of my experiences and tools and techniques you can use and implement to set yourself up for success. Now, as you know, I'm such a fan of having an attitude of gratitude, so I want to take a moment to just say a huge mushy Mandy thank you for allowing me this opportunity to be a life cheerleader to you through my podcast and for sharing this journey in season one with me. I started this podcast earlier this year from a place of pain and turned it into power, and I feel so excited to see it evolving each week. I could honestly cry tears of joy about it, but I have a podcast to host for you, so let's get to it. So right now, it's between Christmas and the New Year, and you may be feeling ecstatic, or maybe you feel let down, perhaps anxious with the end of the year, or maybe excited with the start of the New Year, or maybe you're just content being right here in this present moment and enjoying the journey. Whatever you're feeling, it's totally okay. Think back over the last 12 months and about everything you've gone through and grown through and also all the things you've accomplished. Give yourself an internal pat on the back and hug as you made it this far and are here, alive, and tuning in. I made a list of everything I accomplished this year in each area of my life and looking at it, I can honestly say that 2019 has been my best year yet. Even though there were some really challenging times, I survived, and now I really feel like I'm thriving. Just want to acknowledge that the holidays can bring up a lot of emotions and that there should be no expectations on how you should feel right now. Just take a moment to be fully here with me. Let go of any tension or stress you may be holding on to. And let's appreciate this special moment right now. Being in the here and now and fully aware is one of the greatest lessons and exercises I've been practicing, especially as of lately, to feel like I'm getting the most out of my life. Time is one of the greatest assets, and this year, it's really been brought to my attention the fact that it needs to be spent wisely as it flies by really quickly. So case in point and numero uno on raising your standards for your new year is time. Small daily habits lead to big long-term success. What you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. Whether it's at the gym, in your relationships, or in your career, consistency is key. Focus on changing your day-to-day routine and you'll see a transformation over time. I truly believe you can make anything you want happen in 2020, but it requires radical honesty about where your time is going and also getting laser clear and focused on what you want to achieve and being aware of your daily actions that are actually going towards those exact goals. Is what you're doing today moving you ahead in your deepest desires? This is a question I ask myself all the time to keep me on track of my goals. We all have 24 hours in a day, but are your hours working for you or are they being spent mindlessly and not getting you the results you want? This has been a major lesson I've had to learn. Whether it's on people who were undeserving of my time, opportunities or jobs that sucked up my precious time and weren't bringing me closer to my big vision, how I chose to spend my free time or scheduled my day's calendar. 
I've learned the hard way through trial and error, and I'm so committed now to only devoting my time to the people and things that are in tune and aligned with the direction and vibe I'm in and moving towards. One exercise you can do is to keep track of your time for one week in a journal or calendar, exactly how you're spending it, and then at the end of the week, see what you discover. Perhaps the amount you want or think you're devoting to important things in your life is not reality, but more wishful hoping or thinking. You can only improve on what you measure and are conscious of, so do yourself a favor and become hyper-aware of your time management and how you're investing it and whether your daily activities are in line with the achievements you want to make happen in this new year. Which brings me to my second point of raising your standards. Doing a quote-unquote life detox and letting things go. So I often joke that I'm on a high-calorie, nutrient-dense, positivity diet. Here's the thing. We live in a time when there's such an emphasis placed on the foods and drinks we consume and the effects they have on our bodies, along with an abundance of information surrounding them. All it takes is a Google search of best diet, and you have yourself a full day or many of articles and advice available for you to read. While I'm a huge advocate of eating a healthy diet in my work with clients, I'm just as interested and passionate about what to consume for your mind, heart, and soul. Now before I lose you with the woo-woo talk, just take a moment to stop and consider. When was the last time you reviewed your diet of the people, information, energy, and environments you're consuming on a regular basis? We often hear about juice cleanses, much love to my juicers out there, but have you ever thought to do a lifestyle cleanse? as in omitting the toxic people, products, info, vibes, and surroundings that aren't serving you or that are eating away at your spirit? It's important to make time to tune in to how you feel about all areas of your life and the above in order to have clarity on what needs to stay and what needs to be tossed out or consumed minimally. Just because something might have once been good for you to digest doesn't mean that it is any longer or that it's necessarily bad. It simply means that it's no longer in alignment with your soul's current nutritional requirements. You can start today by focusing on a goal you have in each area of your life. Next, do an inventory of what you're experiencing daily, the people, things, activities, habits, thoughts, and places, and write them out in a list. Now go through it and highlight only the things that will help to bring you closer or have a positive or supportive impact on achieving those goals. The highlights are what you should focus on taking in the most. It's not always easy to do this exercise, but from personal experience, the bigger the change and challenge, the bigger the positive gain. You have the power within you to level up your current state of living and deserve to be in your healthiest state in body, mind, heart, and soul. So you might be asking yourself, how to actually let go of things that are not serving you in your life. Letting go of limiting beliefs is so critical in accomplishing your goals and tapping into your manifesting abilities. Whether it's money, a mate, a major opportunity, or something else you want to attract, manifesting is more a matter of the mind than magic. Where your mind goes, energy flows. If you want to make magic happen, you need to train your brain to be in the right headspace to conceive, believe, and drive you to do the necessary work and actions that will allow for it to stay focused and determined, and only then can you receive it. As a health and wellness consultant, coach, and yoga and meditation instructor, I've seen multiple transformations and accomplishments of clients and students who were able to achieve what they originally thought 
thought was the impossible and turn their goals into reality. What gave them that upper edge to do the unthinkable? A shift in their mindset. Only then could they break through their internal block and burst through to a next level of mastery in their lives. When you want to do what seems out of touch with your current reality, release the belief that you can't and turn it into a I can, will, and am in the process of achieving blank. This statement alone can be your go-to in those challenging moments as a loving reminder that you got this, because I know you do. You just need to believe you do too. When you want to reach for anything greater, you must be willing to let go of the limiting belief you're holding on to. Surrender to what you rightfully deserve, which is the best. Now, I've talked a lot about some life lessons that I've learned this year, and one of the hardest lessons to date that I've learned is on letting go. As one of my favorite writers and philosophers, Rumi, writes, life is a balance of holding on and letting go. What you may struggle with is not in being aware that this concept is true, but in knowing when to let go. With so many decisions you're faced with in life, it can be a challenge to know when to pull the plug. Whether it's your relationships, work, situations that arise in life, or the thoughts you tell yourself, I've figured out a solution. When you tune in and connect with your inner self and strengthen that relationship, the easier you'll find it to decipher the options at hand and whether they're in true alignment with you. When you do this, you'll be able to navigate the best choice with much more ease and grace. While it's not always easy closing a door, and life continuously reminds me of this, this method has allowed me to feel more confidently in doing so and reassured that I'm making the right decision. The joy of removing that or who which no longer serves you is that you create space for that or who will. Again, if you wish to reach for something greater in life, you must first be willing to let go of what you're holding on to. So here are a few ways to start letting go today I want to share with you that have really helped me. A concept that I really truly love is that when your heart cracks open, light can shine through. And I know, as mushy as that sounds, in life there are breakdowns and breakthroughs and one usually precedes the other. This past week, especially on reflection of my last year, has been one of those periods for me. As someone who not only looks at life with a glass half full attitude, but also to just be thankful for the glass itself mentality, having a positive and optimistic attitude is my nature. That's not to say, however, that I believe that life is perfect. I make the best out of what I have to work with and through whatever life throws my way. This past week is another beautiful occurrence of deep self-work and discovery. Here are a few things that I did. I really devoted time to meditation and breath work. I let a few tears shed. I focused on letting go of the thought patterns that were no longer serving me. I really tried to focus on appreciating who I am and where I'm at right now. I had to own up to my failures this year. Ouch. trusting my process, and also putting together a strategy. Reflection and being at peace with where I'm at on my journey. A lot of writing and releasing. And quiet time for critical thinking and capturing creative ideas. Through these self-awareness practices, I was able to have an epiphany moment. I allowed myself permission to really feel my emotions. 
When you're seeking to find out, you must tune out and tune into your inner voice. It's amazing what can happen internally when you commit to loving, honoring, appreciating, respecting, and trusting yourself. The calling is clear and I look forward to sharing my visions with you in 2020. Letting things go is a beautiful segue into my third way on how to raise your standards, which is through allowing yourself to fully feel something I've had to get really used to this year. You deserve to be happy. I want to say this again because this is something I've had to say to myself time and time again over the last 12 months. You deserve to be happy. Are there times when you find it really hard to feel or stay happy? If so, I get it as I've been there as well. Now you might be thinking, what? You always seem happy, optimistic, and positive, Mandy. But the truth is, I haven't always felt this way. There really was a time in my life when I felt numb, not wanting to ruffle any feathers. It seemed easier to internalize my feelings of sadness or pain and compartmentalize them into nice little boxes in a corner in my mind. Once they were there, I could go on with my life, never having to see them, or so I thought. The thing is, you can only do that for so long before your storage limit of suppressed emotions exceeds its capacity and the mess starts to reveal itself. Sometimes it happens bit by bit, but most often the stack of boxes usually comes tumbling down and ends up everywhere. And I thought I had them stacked so well. And that's exactly what happened. I went many years acting like everything was okay and being a rock for others in my life, And while I love being in control, or at least feeling that false sense of security, the realization that I had not acknowledged and healed parts of myself became very apparent. I'll never forget one day doing a hike at Topanga Canyon in California and feeling so sensitive while making the climb. I was quite upset and as per usual, tried to calm myself down, (laughs) aka numb time, But when I reached the top, I just couldn't help myself. Exhaustion mixed with so much built-up emotion had me burst into tears, and I just sat there sobbing for some time. In that moment, I felt myself crack open in a profound way, and remember saying out loud, even rocks cry. Over the next few years, I had many of those breakdowns and breakthroughs, letting the light into my wounds to shine a little brighter each time. And today, I get to illuminate others with it. There are still times when I start to feel that old, familiar, numbing sensation, but now I quickly snap myself into being in the present moment and allowing myself permission to feel and express, not repress. Even if it hurts like hell, I would rather experience my pain fully than put it away. When you avoid pain, you are also avoiding joy. Our negative emotions walk hand in hand with our positive ones. So do yourself a favor next time you're upset and give yourself permission to feel your feels. You are so deserving of happiness. Case in point, you have to feel it in order to heal it. My fourth tip on raising your standards is on cultivating high self-worth. You are worthy. Whether in relationships, your job, or life situations, you should never settle. There are far too many things in life that are mediocre. Therefore, the people you surround yourself with, what you do for a living, and how you spend your time should be of the highest caliber. This can be a challenge if the story you're living in is that you're not deserving of such a thing. Self-worth is determined 
determined by how much you believe in yourself and your belief in yourself is based on the standards that you hold for yourself. Therefore, when you hold yourself accountable to a high set of standards, it is because you know that you're worthy of it. A perfect example is when you're in a relationship. You may be getting treated with a lack of respect, but you put up with it due to a limiting belief that you can't find anything or anyone better. You have the choice to stay and continue in it, or you can end it. This is when self-worth really comes into play. When you have the ability to turn within and tune into your self-worth, it will give you the answer you're seeking. In this case, you would realize that you deserve far better treatment from a partner and would therefore end it because you're aware that it is better for you to let go than to stay. And this is me being really, really vulnerable with you. And as I've always promised you on every episode, I will always be honest with you guys. I had to end a really toxic relationship earlier this year and I had to question my own self-worth. And it really made me realize that there was a part of me as high self-confident as I am, there really was a part of me that had to come to terms with the fact that I was lacking in self-worth to some degree. Otherwise, I wouldn't have allowed some of the unhealthy behaviors to be present in that relationship. And when that clicked for me, that was a game changer. That is literally when I made the decision to terminate that relationship and get out of it. And so that's why self-worth is so important because it acts as a gauge that helps you to, to determine what you will and won't tolerate in your life. And when you have a strong sense of one, it's no longer even a negotiable. You just know what you will and won't put up with because you know that you're deserving. When you sell yourself short, you ultimately end up paying the price, which I did. And I really had to be radically honest about that with myself this year. And just a reminder, you are worthy of greatness. You deserve success and you are so worth it. I will say that again because I had to tell myself that I had beautiful souls in my life remind me of this time and time again. And I want to be the person to say it personally and straight to you, to your heart space in this moment right now, you are so worth it. My fifth and final tip on raising your standards for your best 2020 is on prioritizing alone time, self-care, and slowing things down. I have become such a fan of enjoying time alone with myself, and I love sharing with you guys that it's important to enjoy time alone with yourself. Do you ever feel that you're constantly surrounded by others, yet feel drained? I've been there and I used to question what was wrong with me. There have been times in my life when I'd go out to events and socialize nonstop. My calendar was filled with work gatherings and personal engagements with others and I felt on fire networking. But I'd feel guilty or bad turning down an invite from a friend or missing the event of the year, as heaven forbid I wasn't in attendance. Most often after an extended period of living like this, I'd eventually burn out and need some time to majorly recharge. This is another thing that I really have become aware of this year is that I am by nature actually an introvert and I would say I'm a social introvert in that by nature I'm a homebody. I really, really need to have significant periods of recharging time and I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that coming up. I've realized that 
I have at times overextended myself. And because of that, I realize how important time alone with myself is. Now, I'm not saying that socializing leads to burnout. In fact, you can be energized by being around the right people, and studies show that having healthy relationships can lead to a prolonged life. What I was failing to do at the time was to recognize that just as important as human connection is, so was making alone time to develop the connection to yourself. It got to a point when I literally spent a few years on the constant go-go-go with others that I developed social anxiety. What we resist persists, right? A natural social butterfly feeling paralyzed with the thought of having to go out and be surrounded by others. I couldn't believe it, but I felt it. I realized that it was not just important, but imperative, as I said, for me to take time to be alone. I no longer feel selfish for taking time for me. When I don't, I feel drained, tired, overstimulated, and not like myself. When I do, I'm able to recharge, be inspired, and come alive, showing up stronger than before and for myself and others in my life. I realize that not everyone has the luxury of spending long periods of time on their own. Hello, parents out there, and others who have people who are constantly dependent on them. However, carving out even a few minutes a day for yourself will do your soul some good, and most likely will have a positive impact on the relationships in your life. So commit to your health and happiness today by enjoying your own company alone. I shared the following recently on social media, and as it had a tremendous positive response by others, I feel so happy to share it with you now if you didn't get a chance to see it. Bliss is an inside job. You can travel the world, attend all the workshops, read all the books, follow all the programs, keep yourself busy with all the experiences, surround yourself with all the people and material possessions, do all the things. But if your heart and mind are not being taken care of, none of it will truly make a difference. In 2020, I will be prioritizing slowing things down. Anytime I have significant periods of self-care and stillness, I find and feel myself accelerating. Slow and steady does win the race and it starts within. How do you really feel? This question can best be answered when you take time and space to dive deeper into yourself distraction-free. Everything I mentioned above can be a useful and beautiful tool, but only as a complement to the internal work and dialogue you have going on inside. So today's affirmation for you is when I slow down, I end up speeding up my progress. I feel bliss in my stillness and silence. Another thing that has really caught my attention this year for myself is really being in the present moment and appreciating each one as it unfolds. The concept of not forgetting to stop once in a while to enjoy the view is one that I plan to continue into 2020. Do you ever feel as though you're moving full speed ahead in life like a Ferrari but with bicycle brakes? I know exactly what this feels like as I do too. As an energizer bunny who loves to be productive, I can relate to being on the go, go, go and wanting to do it all, especially as ambitious as I am. Or at least I lived this way for many years until I would experience burnouts, as I mentioned before. I would literally just keep going until I could no longer and then crash. This was a recipe for disaster. Physical or mental burnout is no joke, and depending on how hard you've pushed yourself, you could be looking at a long recovery time. 
Now, there's nothing wrong with being a super achiever. When you have high expectations for yourself, you tend to be more motivated and hence successful as you believe in and work towards the end vision you can see for yourself. The trouble lies in being so focused on your goal that you don't enjoy the journey or end up not taking care of yourself in the process. I've been there and let me tell you, it is no fun when you rush through something only to realize after the fact that you missed out on being present for the full experience or end up stressed, sick, or exhausted because you were so much more concerned with doing than being. That's why having a meditation and mindfulness practice can really help. It allows you to check in with yourself to see if you're feeling centered and balanced and helps you to be present in the moment. Sans stress, no pressure, just calmness, quiet, and peacefulness with yourself. If you find you're constantly battling with a must-do mentality, start to incorporate a daily check-in-with-me time. By doing so, you'll start to become more aware and with awareness comes the ability to change habits that are not serving you. Remember, you're a powerful being and you can do anything. You just can't do everything right now. So a final loving reminder, because you know how I feel about sharing from the heart. As another year is celebrated on this beautiful planet, I am filled with so much gratitude for how much love is present in my life. With each passing year, I'm more aware of the importance of connection with myself, others, and to God. And I'm thankful for all of the meaningful moments that took place over the last year, both with you and everyone else in my life. Through the experiences, travels, and opportunities, I am extremely fortunate to have learned, loved, laughed so much, and lived through the joys, sadness, pains, and pleasures of my growth process. My heart and mind have expanded in ways that I didn't even know were possible prior to this year. As for lessons learned, there are so many, some mentioned in this episode and many others yet to come out, but I'll share with you the most important one and the fundamental and foundational lesson to take into 2020 for your best year yet. Love always wins. Live with heart, lead with love, and love louder. Love yourself, love others, and love the world. Love is the greatest gift to give and receive. Always remember that. So in closing, what dreams may come to be for you are entirely up to you. The life you live is yours to design and based on the choices you make every day. If you ever catch yourself in a moment of positive disbelief, I totally feel you. I had a conversation recently with a girlfriend who revealed that even though logically she knew why she was meant to be where she was, she still experienced a pinch me moment. I feel them too, a lot. In reflection, this past year has been full of them. God never ceases to delight and amaze me. Through all the ups and downs of this roller coaster ride of life, being open, having an attitude of gratitude for all that you go and grow through, and knowing that you are a trust fund baby of the universe is a mindset that continues to breed abundance. It blows my mind how much can change and happen in the course of one year. I started it in a really special place to my heart and over the last 12 months ventured around the world only to end up back to my roots where my life began 
and it feels so good to be home. I've had so many revelations, some that I'm still processing, and into this new year, I'll continue to dream big, trust in my journey and the divine plan God has for my life, have faith in what is meant for me, and go with the flow, keep moving forward, and above all, always believe that something wonderful is about to happen. So to end this episode, I just want to say to you, I feel so excited for what's to come with Pave Your Paradise podcast and in every other way and can't wait to experience this beautiful and bountiful new year and decade with you. 2020 will be the best year yet. My current affirmation going into 2020 is I am open, willing, and ready to receive. So my question to you is, are you ready? Okay, that's a wrap, almost, (laughs) on 2019. I feel like it was just yesterday I started this podcast and was speaking to you in episode one. And now, 25 episodes later, here we are together. So in this episode, I went over five ways that you can raise your standards for your best 2020 and best year yet. I also went over some of my lessons learned from this year and shared some tools and techniques that you can start to use today to help you achieve your best 2020 ever. I've always resonated with butterflies, especially the symbolism of the process of a cocoon transforming into a beautiful winged creature. Right now, as I rejoice and reflect on another orbit around the sun, I feel like I'm now just breaking through my cocoon and ready to spread my wings and fly. I'm filled with so much gratitude for how much love is present in my life, and thank you to you for making this an extra special year, and to everyone in my life for making it extraordinary by being in it. So cheers to another year of limitless possibilities and to adventures yet to come. I'm so excited to jump into this new year and to make it even better than the last. My 2020 wish is for you to experience a metamorphosis in your life as well, body, mind, and soul, in the areas you most deeply desire. May you blossom into your natural-born abilities and become your ultimate best self with each passing day, week, month, and year. Wishing you the happiest, healthiest, and most harmonious new year, and I look forward to connecting again with you in 2020. The best is yet to come, and isn't it a wonderful thought that some of the best days of your life haven't happened yet? Much love and light, always and in always. And until next time, Happy New Year, and mwah! Thanks so much for joining me. If there's anyone you know who you think could benefit from hearing today's episode, it would mean the world if you'd share it with them. Love what you heard? Then please subscribe. If you really love what you heard, then please leave a review with your honest and loving thoughts. This podcast wouldn't be possible without your support. If you feel called to, please make contributions to my podcast fund that helps me to keep it going strong, bringing on amazing guests for you, and to continue the ripple effect of spreading goodness in the world. I appreciate you, your time, and your energy, and I love hearing from you, so drop me a line on social media. As always, I'm wishing you a positive day and your own piece of paradise. Until next time, sending you love and light and keep shining.